0: My apologies for that. I'm not sure where my homily would go if I continued there, but uh, the correct gospel for this evening from Matthew speaks about our being, the light of the world. And today just happens to be the, uh, our church's world day of marriage. We're very close to uh, Valentine's Day, of course, and it has become a custom, not only in uh, the English-speaking world, but other parts of the world, because our culture has spread, to to celebrate the, the love of human beings for one another on that particular day. And so, gentlemen, don't forget the roses or the candy or whatever else uh, is important to uh, your wife or, you know, where you'll be the next day, right? So how is it, then, that that we can be the light in this world that we live in. You know, we as Catholic Christians, we lead a sacramental life. And we have sacraments of reconciliation or sacraments of healing. We have sacraments of initiation. And we also have sacraments of commitment. Two very important sacraments. The sacrament of holy orders, of course, which uh, only a few of us uh, have entered into. I do wish there were more. And the sacrament of holy matrimony. And both of these sacraments are very much, it's not just for the priests and the deacons and the bishops to be the light in the world, to help others to know who Jesus Christ is, but just as importantly, married couples. And first and foremost, for one another, husband to wife, wife to husband. You're being the light of the world to that other very important individual in your life. And then... Because of your sharing in love for one another, you know, you're exuding that light to your children and grandchildren and so on and so on, Uh, and to the neighborhood and the workplace and and everywhere else. You know, this sacrament of holy matrimony I don't know how many of you remember when you were going through uh, marriage prep, but one of the things in there that, that is talked about or should have been with regards to sacramental marriage, is the idea that you are giving of yourself not just partly to the other, but completely. And so what you are in your relationship with one another, giving yourself completely, one to the other, is a reflection for everybody else of the love that God has for us. God gives himself completely to us without holding anything back. And we are called then to take that kind of love that we experience, again, in the marital state or in other loving relationships that we have, and to, to help others then, to help the world to see God's light by the way we live our lives. And, of course, Isaiah tells us it's about caring for the poor. It's about uh, feeding and clothing the hungry. It's about, again, giving of ourselves just... As two people do in marriage, again, completely, we're called to give completely of ourselves to all who come our way. And we all know that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, it's not even easy to do in marriage. I, I know that most of you here can attest to that. Uh, probably a spat now and then or a real good knockdown, down drag-out fight. But, uh, you know, that happens. And again, your reflection of God's love is in the forgiveness that must be there when that happens. Uh, We believe in a God who, no matter how badly we mess up in life, no matter how horrible a thing it may be that we've done to another person, that when we are truly sorry and we change our ways, we are forgiven. And again, when we see married couples doing that, forgiving one another for those faults that happen to be very human then we see God's love in the world we see God's light in the world and and so it is so very important that you in your marital relationship with one another help the rest of us to see that help the rest of us to see God in this world because you know if you're not doing that uh, there's not much of a chance it's going to happen most People in this world are in the married state. Now, this love that we talk about, this full and complete love that, that you're called to share in and, and that God shares with us, you know, in our English language, we have really messed it up. Uh, we have used the word love, that four-letter word, to describe so many ways of caring about things that we've lost the meaning. Our culture has lost the meaning of love. And so when we talk about how we, you know, we love our job and we love our home and we love our car and our dog and the cat, etc., we're, we're really denigrating the deepness of that word. And so if we take a few moments and go to our New Testament scriptures and, and the language that it was originally written in a Greek, we see that there are actually four words that are used to help describe the kind of love that two people are called to have for one another. And if we can look at marital love in in these four different ways, perhaps then it it can, for you, become stronger. And when it becomes stronger again, you become more a light for the world. And the salt that that is, is... that god puts into our soul to flavor this world that we live in so those four words are eros and believe it or not in our new testament there is talk of erotic love and that of course is most important in the marital state so eros we have the word storgi, which is in english translated as affection and the erotic love and affection are two very different things. They're not the same. And, you know, the, the, the affection, or the, I should say, the, the, the romantic part of this is, you know, it is that uh, Saturday night dinner, that glass of wine that you share with one another. Whereas the affection is, uh, you know, that, that gentle squeeze of the hand or that telephone call in the middle of the day. Those very important ways of, of reaching out and saying, I love you. And so there's, there's eros, there's storge, and then the third word is um, philia, which translates into English as friendship. And I would hope that as each and every one of you who are married couples, and those of you who are not married yet but will be someday, that that's what you can say about your spouse. You know, I'm married to whom? My, my best friend. And... You know, you, you, you know what that's all about in your relationship with one another, and, and no one else comes first. Your spouse, most importantly. And then the fourth word is, in the Greek, agape. And this kind of love describes for us the kind of love that, again, God has for us. That no matter what we do, no matter how we fail, we seek forgiveness. We ask God to forgive us for for all of that, and the forgiveness is there. You know, it, it, it's really, truly the kind of love that we're all called to have for one another. And if we did, you know, we, we wouldn't have the difficulties that that we live in in this day and age, with war breaking out all over, and uh, you know, this dissension amongst the classes, etc. cetera. Uh, it, it, we, we live in a world that is that very, very much needs our light. And on this world day of marriage, I would, uh, you know, ask that those of you who are in that married state, um, make it happen. You know, enjoy your love of one another and and help everybody else to see that and to experience it in in your very being. And uh, in doing that, you're, you know, changing the world as God wants all of us to do by the way we live our lives.